0: Good morning, good morning, my friends. I can't begin to share with you how excited I am today. Marie-Pierre was part of uh, the the mastermind just before we, we got on and I already delivered the whole podcast in like 15 minutes. I'm so passionate with today's subject. So welcome my friends to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Uh, we we on Thursday and Friday are doing the Power self Conference with Brian Tracy. And let me tell you, chapter seven is right in here in my veins. Like I love, 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 love chapter seven. And today it's really about common sense. Talk about what i always say to my kids you have no common sense where's your common sense you know or i'll say things like uh you know god gave us uh, uh the power of uh, self um, um what's an english word uh, uh not self-evaluation but uh uh, self-consciousness. Anyway, where you know you have the ab- self-consciousness, where you have the ability of discernment, use it. And and you know, that's the Italian side of me. So today, uh chapter 7 self-confidence in action, I absolutely love. It's about having clear purpose, a singular goal, and and dedicating yourself wholeheartedly to its pursuit. And I'm going to have a few examples of my own before uh, I throw... Uh, self-control. Thank you, Melanie. I, I need to open up the chat. There you go. Oh, okay, there we go. So I can see everything, okay? So as Brian Tracy says, being truly confident means channeling all our efforts towards a legitimate and useful purpose and yes my friend dr melanie miller in australia it's past midnight she is here to join us and she will give us the ability to develop The vital qualities needed to succeed. So, Melanie, you're going to see, I'm going to have two great examples. I'm going to give them myself. I want to give my own take on this uh, because I absolutely love this chapter. And it also explains why we are where we are. Okay. And and the most important thing about everything we're going to cover today, there's one word or one, uh, two words you need to write down is self-review how good are you at self-review a lot of people think they're good at self-review but they're not good at self-review what they're actually reviewing is how good they were in one specific area of whatever they're doing they're not looking at it with the eye of what can i improve they're looking at it with the eye of where was i really hot and I hope you understand the difference between the two huge difference between the two so in my opinion the easiest and yet the hardest to do because it requires to change and this is why people look when they look back to life, they're looking at what they liked about it and not what they didn't like because if they look at what they didn't like then this requires to change this requires to do differently and oh and God knows we hate change so If anybody's getting the drift of today's podcast, it's time to share. Marie-Pierre, over to you to help them share, share, share. And I'm going to share on Messenger for my sister.
1: (laughs) She decided, yes, I will talk so she has the time to share. every morning to her sister. So yes, when you are on Podbean, or you're on Facebook at the bottom of your screen, you have the place to write a comment and just beside you have the arrow to share. So when you are on Podbean, you can share on all the different social media platforms, but you can share also in messenger and you can share by text message. So you make sure that if there's someone, particularly that you want them to listen to the podcast, you can share them in the, message privately. And if you are on Facebook, when you share, you will have the opportunity to share everywhere on Facebook. So that means on your personal profile, your story, and yes, even by messenger on Facebook too. So you have two places that you can share by a messenger if you're on Facebook or if you are on Podbean and Maria prepare a text for you. So when you share, you can copy paste that text. So you have it in the comment, so people know why they should listen to the podcast every morning. Thank you so, so
0: much. And, uh, and you know, dive in here with me i'm telling you it's going to be a podcast that is really gonna ask you to question yourself you know how dedicated let me repeat what i said in the beginning how dedicated are you truly to your purpose how truly dedicated you are So going back to this, I said, let me reflect on my 40 some years experience, or maybe I should say 60 years experience. I'm going to be 60 this year. And after reflecting, I I came up with this. Okay, I just can't stress enough how crucial it is uh, to understand (laughs) today's podcast. So learning comes from, yes, Socrates said, from dialoguing and introspection. But most importantly, by evaluating everything we do. So I'm going to talk for me, Maria Mariano, right? And yesterday I needed to do a little audio audio, uh, uh, biography, autobiography, whatever. And I, I did something really, really short, you know, thanks to GPT chat. It really helps. And, you know, one of the things I said, you know, it's pretty incredible. Somebody that doesn't have university that has been able to create with my husband, just with Tupperware, over a million dollars in passive income. Like when I think about it, I say, why? Well, today I'm gonna give you the answer why. Today I'm gonna give you the answer why. I mean, who needs the government, right? When you can build your own passive income, right? Okay, I'll tell you why. Because everything we do, everything I do, I evaluate it. And I'm gonna give you an example. So I enjoy cooking for my family. I've always enjoyed cooking for my family. And it's gonna be almost 40 years that I have a family, right, with Mohammed. Okay, good. Now, I realized self, look look how my brain works. I peel an onion, I make the recipe, I peel a second onion, I make the second recipe. Self-analysis continuously has been my way of life. At a certain point, I get an aha moment. I say, why am I going to the garage every time I need an onion? Why don't I decide ahead of time how many onions I need for the week and then peel it? I just want you, for those that watch my lives on Saturday morning, and I've already showed you my fridge smarts and everything, I want you to understand this did not happen overnight. This has been a process. Every time I'm in the kitchen, I analyze how can I do what I'm doing faster, better, and more efficiently. So today, whether it is cleaning up after i've cooked or whether it is the efficiency with which i've cooked it's been a series of self-analysis every time i'm cooking in the kitchen so if any of you ever come in my kitchen at any given time you'll never know that i'm doing massive cooking because i also self-analyze that if i wash as i go if something falls on the stovetop and i clean it right away as my mother would say it's not dirty but if you let it cook up and you let it dry up <laughs> Then I would analyze that it would take me three times longer. So self-analysis from food prepping to like organizing an event. And this is fun because here I have Melanie Miller and Marie Pierre who have been part of it. We used to plan and organize months ahead of time. And in the meantime, we weren't working at anything else until self-analysis says, well, as you have a thought, write it down. And then 72 hours prior to the event, you put it into action. So we didn't take any more two, three months to organize an event. In fact, we were able to give a grand gala with over 500 people every single month. Okay. And one last one is my Tupperware business. So this year, decision of the vision, purpose, etc. I've been doing something I haven't done in a long time, which is one-on-one meetings. And what is amazing is that self-analysis brought me to understand that yes, it was a great idea to have my directors do an extra sale while they send their people to training, to welcome class, et cetera. But there's a factor that I didn't factor in and that is the power of influence, right? Of the togetherness. Now it worked well, Melanie, when we were at the studio, we used to have people come in at training on Tuesday mornings by, by you know, by the dozen. Sometimes it was a hundred people, but there was a me in the room. People came for the togetherness. We don't have that anymore. Being able to self-analysis brought me to say, hey, money, you got to be there with your team at um, a, a, a welcome class. you got to be there with your team at training. Start a messenger group, you know, the together." And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, for those that were part of my inner circle, the, the the personalized training, your numbers, even my anglophones, Melanie, you beat all your records from January. It's the curb, it has, you see, self analysis. So remember success doesn't come just because we work hard. It comes from a willingness to adapt, learn and evolve. Don't overlook your performance analyze it adapt it continuously for more and i have three more little examples for you how about my pet food who's seen me cook for my pets and I've been doing that since 2020 right and every time I self-analyze it, I analyze it and now I got it down to a science where not only it's the most delicious pet food because my husband always passed by and tests it but now I only need to do it three times a year because it's a lot of work so I need to I needed to figure out how do I do this and only three massive events, and it, it's happened. What about my live with you, Marie-Pierre, Saturday mornings? We kept, the results were good, but they weren't what I wanted to recruit. They weren't what I wanted to sell. And we keep working at it. And what about the leadership growth? We just broke records in new step-ups because of our ability to self-analysis. So don't bury your head in the sand like an ostrich face your challenges ask yourself the question why am i not getting the results i want to get so make sure you have high enough results that you're aiming like guys i'm aiming 280 million dollars and i'm not gonna stop until we make it there and this is what gives me the resilience and determination to make it work we hold the key to success we need to harness our power Of common sense, my friends. Okay, so just before we move on to Dr. Melanie Miller to achieve greatness altogether, we go over to Marie Pierre because I love the contest. When does it end, Marie Pierre, for February?
1: Today is the last day. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, today is the last day of the month of February, so it's your last chance to be in the top five for uh, the people who contribute the most on our Facebook group. So uh, congratulations to our top five month today, we'll see you next week <laughs> with the update. <laughs> so we have Jacqueline Stockley, we have Louise Gaultier, we have Dani Chartrand, Joanne Corbet and Lise Boucher, our top five, but everyone who contributes on our Facebook group you will be in the draw. So our top five will get the notebook Eliana Didiana <laughs> and With the pen, with the pen. (laughs) And uh, uh, everyone that contributes on the group, when you post, when you put a reaction, a comment, you will be in the draw for a t-shirt, L'Emiliana de Diamant. And then we will have another draw for a t-shirt for everyone. When you receive your book, when you receive your agenda, take a picture with your book, with your agenda, and post it on your social media, tag Maria Meriano, tag L'Emiliana de Diamant. So you will be in the draw for another t-shirt. And then we'll have another t-shirt for everyone who invites someone new. To the group, the Facebook group, inspirational group. And for all the new people who joined during the month, you will be in a draw too. And then the last one, the new one for the month of February. So when you uh, shop on our Shopify, Emiliana Dezema, take a picture. If you already receive it, take a picture with your product and post it on the group so you will be in the draw for a t-shirt, Emiliana Dezema too.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, welcome to the team on Podbeam. Matthew is already there. Thank you, Matthew. Lise, they're welcoming our people. Can somebody tag my sister? She hasn't showed up yet. That's a problem. What is she doing? I don't know. Thank you to my Zoom friends that allow me to have the energy i need because i can't talk if i don't have human beings in front of me and thanks to our team on facebook jacqueline stockley she's the mommy with marie france Toupin. i realize they're the mommies on facebook so we are better together and this is what's going to make this podcast the number one in the world now over to dr melanie miller lean in and let's grow together to the next level
2: Yes, thank you very much, Maria, and good morning to everybody. So, last week we talked about the difference between positive thinking and positive knowing. Today we're going to look at Tracy's suggested top five essential solutions for success. In the mid 1980s, the Gallup organization carried out one of the world's most extensive surveys into why people in america were having success it involved 1500 of the top men and women of the time and it included nobel prize winners university presidents inventors writers entrepreneurs academics and business people they did many months of research and interviews and were able to Uh, validate that the what the five essential success qualities might be. So number one success uh, quality is common sense. And Maria mentioned this already. And she laughed and so did I when I read that common sense is something that many people have a lot of because they haven't used much of it yet. Now, I thought that was really funny. And I think basically what it means is everyone is gathering up experience, and that is what goes towards making common sense. But maybe they haven't had the chance to use it. But it did sound really funny. It seems to be something that you accumulate as the, as the result of experiences over a long time. It has several definitions, but it could be explained as the ability to learn from experience and then to apply those lessons to subsequent experiences. But another way to define common sense is with a word that I really like, which is wisdom wisdom is experience plus reflection. That's how Aristotle describes it. So you have an experience, then you need to think about what happened to you and what you can learn from it. And then um, we are wiser for having thought about it. And really, this goes back to what Maria is saying. When you do something, you need to go back to it. You need to think about it. And now you have wisdom about the subject. The trouble is that most people don't take time to reflect on their experiences. They're so busy doing things that they're actually not even thinking about improving. They're just thinking about doing. So Socrates says... We only learn something by dialoguing about it. So our ability to translate into words, which only comes from thinking and reflection, is essential for your growth in wisdom and common sense. So when I was reading about this this morning, uh, or this evening, or whatever, I was immediately reminded of the role of a mother to a child who is now about to have a baby. Okay, so I remember when I was a young mother, some of the people who gave me the most support and guidance were older women. My own mother was not around and I would not have wanted to seek advice from her anyway, but I had a group of older women around me who were like surrogate grandmothers to my children but they gave me the best sort of advice. Young, they are people who had experienced motherhood themselves, and there is a wisdom from such people. Mothers have had the time to reflect on their experiences, good and bad, and they have knowledge to share. This does not mean that they force their opinions on people. It only means that they will have had shared experiences, that they can offer guidance, but be ready for the advice not to be taken, of course. Um, They can provide emotional support. They can model behaviors. They can encourage self-care and they can respect boundaries. They can do all of this with wisdom as they have experienced it. They know it and they've had time to reflect on it. The same is true in work situations. You need to ask people who've already done things, they've had the time to do them, to reflect on them, to to know the best way forward, and they are wise in their business. Thinking is a vital process to go through when you are experiencing something or learning something. Too many people are quick to be doing, but not thinking. Amongst his rule of five, John Maxwell has five things he does every day. He reads, he files, he thinks, he asks questions and he writes. And his reasoning is this. He says, once you've read something and you've decided to keep it, now you need to think about what you've read So you can ask questions about it to then be able to write about it. And if you don't do that thinking process, how can you advance your writing? So when you have done something yourself, ask these two questions. What did I do right? And what would I do differently? And by doing question one, you are increasing your common sense. You're learning from your experience. And by doing question two, you're thinking of all kinds of possibilities for improvement. One of the ways to answer the question is by reviewing your performance. Watch yourself when you've done a live. Listen to yourself when you're sending vocal messages. Review and learn. And I'm now going to pass you over to my friend, Mary pierre who I'm sure is going to give us lots of advice of how to do that. Over to you, Mary pierre Thank you, Marie. So, yes,
1: I really love to learn about those five essential qualities that they call it in the book. But if you really want to know what you have to work on, you need to have that self-assessment to say, okay, out of those five i need to work on that or i need to work on this so it's really with all the quiz that we have on the podcast that we make sure that it's not just something that we learn but something that we can work on after the podcast so we'll do a quiz to help you um get better and know exactly on what you want to work on. So it's all about figuring out your strong point, like how you will solve your problem, learn new stuff, how you make your your choices and how you think about your own actions. So it's really to uh, uh, get to know better yourself and to get some tips on how to grow. So you answered the quiz always, honestly, with yourself. But if you want to uh, say your answer in the comment in the chat, it's good. Or you can answer on a piece of paper next to you so you can do the quiz and have a better idea on what you want to work on. So are you ready to see where you stand and how you can grow? So let's start with the quiz. It's 10 questions that you can answer A, B, or C for each. And at the end, I will give you the interpretation of your answer so let's start with question number one so when you encounter a new problem how do you usually react so a i look for the simplest and most practical solution b i try a solution that worked in the past even if it's not the simplest or c i wait for someone else to suggest a solution question number two (laughs) I love Melanie is always looking for the answer that she says, oh, it's funny. <laughs> She's waiting for it every morning. Okay. Question number two. How do you use your past experiences when making decisions? So A. Regularly reflect on past lessons to inform current decisions. B. Sometimes consider what I've learned in the past. Or C. Rarely think about the past experiences when I'm deciding something. Question number three. How often do you seek, seek out new knowledge or skills? A. Constantly, I love learning new things that is relevant to my goals. B. Occasionally, when I have extra time. Or C. Seldom, I stick to what I already know. Number four. When faced with a difficult decision, how often do you uh, question your own assumption and belief? a. Always, I really challenge my own perspective, b. Sometimes, but only when I encounter conflicting information, or c. Rarely, I trust my initial initial judgment. Question number 5. How frequently do you review your personal or professional performance? a. Regularly, I believe in continuous self-improvement. B occasionally, usually usually prompted by specific event. Or C rarely I don't spend much time on self-reflection. Question number six. When solving problem, do you a adapt solution based on the context using common sense? B stick to conventional methods even if they're not the most efficient. Or C avoid taking the lead in finding solutions. Question number 7. How do you approach learning from your mistakes? A. I analyze them to understand what went wrong and how to improve. B. I acknowledge them but don't delve too deeply. Or C. I prefer to move on and not dwell on past mistakes. Question number 8. In your pursuit of knowledge and skills, do you A, actively seek out resources and opportunity for learning? B, learn new things as they come up without actively seeking them out? Or C, rely on what you already learn and avoid new area? Question number nine, how do you handle feedback about your performance? A, I view it as a valuable opportunity for growth and actively seek it out. B. I accept it when given but don't actively seek it out. Or C. I feel uncomfortable when with feedback and prefer not to receive it. Question number 10. When planning for the future, do you A. Set clear goals and regularly review your progress toward them? B. Have a general idea of your goals but don't review them often? or see focus on the present and really make plans for the future so now for every a you had three points for every b you add two points and every c you add one point so you add up your total uh, to see where you stand in terms of those uh, uh, essential success quality so if you are between 27 and 30 you have exceptional success quality <laughs> so you exhibit strong and success quality applying them effectively in various aspects of your life so this high score suggests that you have proactive learning reflective wisdom strategic questioning and consistent performance review so to continue traveling, maintain your curiosity and openness to learning and embrace challenges as opportunity to stretch your capabilities even further if you have between uh, 17 and 26, you are you have a solid foundation but with room for growth. So your score indicates a solid foundation in the essential sc- success qualities with room for further development. So consider focusing on enhance your learning opportunities, to have a deeper reflection, to actively go for feedback and to review and set big goals so identifying specific area for your improvement and setting target goals will help you elevate these qualities to the next level if you are less than 16 point you have the emerging quality with significant potential i love it <laughs> So a score in this range will suggest that while you have some essential success qualities, there's significant potential for development. So to enhance those qualities, you want to focus on development of your new skills to reflect uh, you uh, regularly and to be open to feedback so consider seeking mentorship or engaging in personal development program to provide structure and support as you work on these areas so of course the podcast is a place to make sure that every day you work on your personal development if you are in the conditioning program perfect it's the structure that you need if you are not in the conditioning program you can go and get your own for L'Emiliana De Diamants from L'Emiliana De Diamants so you make sure that you have that structure to always develop yourself so of course when we do some quiz like that it's a snapshot of where you currently stand in these relation with your essential success qualities but personal growth is a continuous journey so there's always room for improvement there's always room for something new something more so on that i wish you a beautiful day and we will see you tomorrow morning bye everyone